a Shishkin Productions podcast. He just fumbled the bag mm-hmm. right now for Jeopardy because he <laughs> yeah. tried to do more than he needed to do. Boy, <laughs> what did grandma used to say? He's too big for his britches. All he had to do was relax. But All he had to do was nothing. We say this every right. week on the show. We do Are say this there? every week and we say it in the text. All you have to do is just not speak. You could do nothing. It's the Group Text Podcast. We are back. I am Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Chris. And if this is your first time hearing this, you are about, you are about experience. to experience <laughs> <laughs> something. Uh, do we know what exactly? No, but we uh, never know. It's uh, been a week, I guess. There's been a lot of stuff happening this week. Um, how I was going to start with something like, you know, oh, we need to say Lauren is getting ready for her honeymoon. So, oh yeah, that's why she's not here this week. Lauren getting ready for the honeymoon and where south of France? I think so. Bougie. I think they're going right. to like Nice or somewhere. I can't remember. Yeah. Bring me back some wine. Preferably <laughs> some natural wine. I was just uh, insider alert. Although no one knows what the fuck this will actually mean. Um, I was just with Alexi, you know, just uh, uh, the Shishkin Productions podcast network uh, is patriarch, the right word. He probably wouldn't like that. I use that. HBIC. Sure. <laughs> HRIC. Head, head, head Russian in charge. Yeah, he's our boss. <laughs> You know, he's uh, our producer. He's the I don't know what he. You know, shout out to Alexi. Um, he is the Brian, man behind. The, he's the like sound. the Wizard of Oz. He's yeah, like the man behind the curtain. I better see him this weekend. That's what we were talking about. He was like, "Yo, yes. Tia by the studio." Oh my god, that'll be so um, cool. So we'll like go by his office and do some shit. You know, because okay. um, yeah, Tia's gonna be in New York this weekend. You. Yeah. Um, I've been planning some things. Oh, Braxton likes to surprise me sometimes. It's always fun. Like one time I didn't know what we were doing and we ended up at Madison Square Garden at a basketball game. Oh yeah. That, oh, that was a MLK day a few years ago. Yeah. Dude, that was a good game. Triple overtime against the Sixers. I think they lost, but it was so fun. I know. I was all into it too. It was was fun. fun. I did notice this is a good segue because every time we like see each other, I feel like someone has just dropped an album or is dropping one. Because I think whenever we went to L.A. that one time, didn't did hadn't Drake like just dropped an album whenever we were in L.A. Or like, I don't know, but today's the anniversary of us going there. Oh, really? It came oh, yeah, up on my time. I came up on my memories. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Labor Day weekend. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay. Donda finally dropped after I don't know how many listening parties, three listening parties, and a month after it was really supposed to drop. I mean, some people would say three years after it was supposed to be dropped. After you look on all the blogs and shit, sure. I think like the first, like the first sort of like snippet leak came out. Hurricane was like three years ago, is what I gathered today doing a little bit of research. Mm. Um. I'm just gonna go to y'all two first impressions. What did you think? Did you listen to it? 
And I did listen did, until you, you get, until I got to the part twos because I was already like two hours in. I was like, I can't do this shit. Um, I did skip a lot because all the songs at the beginning were super long. Um, I just I was disappointed. I was looking for old Kanye, but um, it was I, I, I didn't vibe to it at all. Like, I'll probably never listen to it again on purpose. On purpose, or yeah. <laughs> Put it like am, that. I'm kind of similar, but in the fact that I'll probably never listen to it again. Um, outside of maybe like three or four songs, but just like overall impressions, I turned that shit off after like I think I made it to Junior. Yeah, I made it to Junior and just was like, yeah, this ain't for me, and just turned that shit off. I texted y'all and I was like. I think I'm probably going to hell because I don't want to hear that Christian shit. uh... (laughs) I want to hear it, but I want to hear it not from Kanye. I want to hear it like from Yolanda Yolanda Adams, Adams, Kirk Franklin, uh, whoever, you know, any of those like actual gospel singers. I just. God breathe. God ain't breathe on this shit, my nigga. I like like the songs I like. I like Jonah. I thought Jonah was a really good song. Um, I like Off the Grid. I thought Off the Grid was fire. Uh, Keep my spirit alive, and that's mainly because I'm a Griselda stand. So if it's West Side Conway or Benny the Butcher on it, then I'm probably gonna listen to it. See, that was the uh, other thing. I didn't know half the people. And I also like, it was another one with, uh, first off, I realize I'm old enough, older now because I don't want to hear The weekend crooning on any fucking thing. God <laughs> damn, his voice. Is that so was all, I kind of like that song. I just hate his fucking voice if it's not, I'll still Which listen one was to he Trilogy. On? Hurricane. It's on Hurricane. Hurricane, okay. I I'll still of. listen to Trilogy. Because that's just a classic tape. But just for some reason, The weekend's voice recently has just started fucking annoying me. And I just can't listen to it. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Even though I do like the belly, the new belly weekend Nas song. That shit's actually fire. Mm. Belly just actually dropped a new album, which is really good. Um, I don't know if I know who Belly is. I've never I heard like that Jill. person. Uh, belly, who's... I feel like I he's part of uh he's part of some rap group. I can't remember. I should know this. It's on the tip of my tongue. Mm. But he's actually really I don't know. He has I, that uh, uh other song with Weekend though. You've heard the Might Not Make It song? Oh, he's a Palestinian Canadian rapper. Yeah, he's mm. you ever heard like Might Not Make It? I might not make it. Mm-hmm. No, like he, I don't really listen to the weekend. Oh yeah, he's part of EXO. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, he's like a good. He actually can rap, yeah. rap his ass off. And that song with him, the weekend, and Nas is really good. But I also realized, like, as soon as the weekend came on, which is like at the beginning of Hurricane, I was like, "Yep, change it. I don't hear that shit." <laughs> See, but like from what my understanding, was that right was the all. most. For my understanding, that was the most anticipated track because that was like the first leak whenever they were like, because I think that was like a technically like a Yandi leak, right? Was yeah. Maybe they reading. should not have put it after 
off the grid because that was literally the opposite of what I wanted. Okay, to hear so that was kind of my beef. But here's what I thought of the album. I thought Jail was just kind of like okay, like I understand it. Uh, off the grid, I think was my favorite. Hurricane because I'd heard so much about it and I was like, okay, I understand why people like this song a lot. Um, but see, now I'm gonna go back to what I was saying last also, week. Is that yeah. like go ahead? No, I was about to say I also think I like okay, okay. And I think that's the one. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I like another, that one too. Yeah. Wasn't that one? I think like that's a trap another one with like, there was yeah. another trap beat. Okay, yeah. that was it. I like that I think one. Uh, that was the other one with like Lil Durk and maybe Playboy. Oh Park yeah. Somebody yeah. on it too. See, that I shit was fire. Yeah. See, my uh okay, what was I saying? I said Hurricane, I understand why people like it, and sure, it's a it's like a good song, whatever. Or you know, whatever. I understand why people like the song. Jail, Jay Z is on it. Cool. All right, they're back. Off jail grid, reminded me, sorry, not to cut you off, but jail reminded me of what, outside of like, I think I'm going to go to jail tonight. I got to dig into the lyrics. I haven't really processed the lyrics of what the fuck Kanye is talking about, but I mean, it kind of reminded me of Kanye-isms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me of, obviously, because it's Jay-Z and Kanye, it kind of reminded me, like made me think it could have been on Watch the Throne a little bit. I mean, he said, "Watch the throne." This might be the return of the throne, uh, yeah. according to Jay Z. It sounds like a "Watch the Throne" type song. Yeah, um, but uh, I would say the most underappreciate—I won't say underappreciate—but I think the song that will probably grow on people the most without them realizing it is "Remote Control" because it's just like a very weird song. Mm-hmm. But Young Thug is kind of floating on that one a little bit. But what I will say is that, like going back to what i was talking about last week where i was like kanye really hasn't fucking changed much at all like he came out with jesus walks like 20 years ago so Mm -hmm. i don't understand why people are so surprised that he's like making albums about god and jesus still like he's he's already done this and kind of like has been i think fairly open about at least in the last six years i think about saying like yeah eventually like I'll just gonna like I'm going to move to more like secular type of music. Like he's he's been like pretty open about that. Opposite, opposite, opposite secular. secular. Oh, sorry, non secular music. My bad. Yeah. Non and like uh, it is kind of weird that this entire album is edited. I don't like that about it. Yeah, like halfway through it, I was like, ain't nobody cussed. Yeah, because he fucking <laughs> edited, it, which is annoying because at the listening parties um they weren't edited and let's talk about the listening party too I, um the, at I least guess. the third one like to come out and have the first two people that you see is like one a, a huge transphobe and then the second one is like an abuser who has like 15 counts of assault or whatever i don't want to say that but like alleged he has yeah, he has like a yeah. ton of allegations marilyn manson does not i was like oh this is bad yeah, like I was like rolling with him, but then like that kind of put like a nasty taste in my mouth. And I was just like, and then one of y'all said something that he tried to get Trump to show up. I don't know how credible that was, but it wouldn't I wouldn't surprise. I saw that on Instagram, too, but I don't know how credible that is either. But yeah, I, I mean, look, if he if he invited the baby in Marilyn Manson, I'm sure Trump was also on the short list of people that he wanted on that. That's because uh, Kanye on, on has that a certain, like we said, cult following of people who just don't don't seem to care about anything he fucking does like he can do he can do anything they like i mean if the maga thing didn't let you know that this motherfucker was gonna do anything for uh 
clout or attention than what else you gonna yeah. do so you, you bring out Marilyn Manson and Kanye know Marilyn Manson has all this fucking issues with him like he knows it and yeah. then you bring out the baby and obviously he knows the baby um, has everything that's been going on recently because he's not living under a rock the one thing you can always say about Kanye is he's not living under a rock he knows what's going on probably the most well he was person. living in the in the <laughs> he was in living the in the mercedes stadium. stadium yeah <laughs> yeah he's probably the he most living insecure. in a two billion dollar rock he might be the most insecure rapper ever to be honest <laughs> like in a industry where a lot of the rappers are super insecure or musicians are insecure kanye might be up there as one of the most insecure in the history of the industry. And that's kind of what pro that's probably what propelled him to become this billionaire type thing, but he just can't get rid of his insecurities. That's why he has a random ass beef with Drake. Uh, that's almost like a one-sided beef for the most part. Uh, right. Like it's just all that's just been in his DNA. I mean, he goes back to college dropout. It's always been in his DNA. So that's what I was saying last week is like you can play the underdog as long as you actually are, quote unquote, the underdog. But like once you are not, you know, anymore in terms of like popularity, money, like you can't be saying you're the underdog if you're a billionaire. And then it just like then it just doesn't work anymore. And I feel like he just like never actually really evolved. Yeah. He thinks that. he's the underdog because of all those his antics and how people talk about him. Yeah. That's not the same. That's not what an underdog is. He thinks he's yeah. uncancelable, which he has proven to be. Which ever I guess essentially our argument is everybody's in a sense uncancelable well, for the most but part. But I've said right. that before that like the problem with Kanye was like the also what worked for him before was <laughs> he was um uh trying to get like uh, essentially i feel like um uh i'm trying to formulate this thought live but basically getting to his like next like part of privilege that he felt like that he didn't have and then once he achieved like white man status privilege he didn't really care about anything else so you know what i'm saying so like he used to go for black women i'm sure like LGBTQ all this up, but then like once he got the privilege that he felt like he was that he deserved, he didn't really care about anything else. So that's when the underdog stuff like stopped really like rocking with people because yeah. he left a bunch of other people behind who could identify with being undervalued, basically. Yeah. Right. He had too much you know? dip on this chip. Mm-hmm. He had too much dip on the chip, exactly. And now it's just like, and that's and that's what I said in our text group earlier this week was like, I think if he's like reaching out to people like the baby and Marilyn Manson, then like I feel like you're like harboring people that you identify with, allegedly maybe for stuff that they did. I don't know. Baldwin obviously agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. I mean, he's outside. Yeah, I think Kanye's so fucking star for attention that he will do damn near anything to get attention because he thinks it I these it's two things he's star for attention and he's about as capitalist as it comes in a sense that 
it's all about a dollar for him. Uh, and he, in the past, it wasn't really ever like that. Um, and then he just all of a sudden transformed. It kind of started with his beef with Nike, I guess, a little bit. Um, I don't know where you can actually take it and pinpoint it. But right now, the MAGA shit makes sense for who Kanye is right now. That's what I'm saying. It, it has always made sense if you really go back and like listen. It didn't make sense for the person that made Murder to Excellence. And who said George Bush doesn't but care it about did black because people. It, but it did because if you listen to Murder, Excellent, Murder to Excellence, he's talking about black on black murder, which black on black crime has nothing to do with black people being oppressed by police. But yet he says it but in But I think Murder he's making Excellence. it in... I think in that song he's making it in... I'd have to go back and listen to it. But if you listen to the first song on College Dropout with the... If you listen to two words, if you listen to uh, Grave Shit, I mean, Spaceships, sorry. Uh, Or if you listen to... uh, Damn, what's the other song with Jay-Z on College Dropout? Starts with the N. Oh, Never Let Me Down? Never Let Me Down. That just doesn't add into... MAGA, but you know what it kind of does? Wait till I get my money right. Kind of adds into MAGA. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He that's did tell whole, us. That's my whole thing about Kanye. He's literally been telling us who he is for so long. That yeah. like, because like I said, at a certain point, he he wasn't on that level that he felt like he was getting. And then like once he did, and I guess like once he actually did get it, we were like, oh shit, like but he just kept saying the same shit. And we're like, dude, you're here. Now help someone that's like not in that position. But he just like never really did. Instead, he kept reaching out to people who had more privilege than he did, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know. I'm going to kill this dog. <laughs> Baldwin really agreeing. Hey, you know, shout out to Baldwin. Uh, yeah. He is channeling James Baldwin's spirit right now and agreeing with us. Yeah. He's barking at fucking nothing. How is he just outside? He's uh, just in the. And we can hear uh, him still. I don't know. That's a, I usually, the maybe because we have it on original sound or something to where it just picks up Who everything. Knows? Whatever. Behind the scenes stuff. There is a way. Uh, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, Kanye, we've been telling, or he's been telling us who he is for uh, since 2005. Well, now he he hasn't changed. Well, now he got beef, real beef. He should have never took Big Soldier off the album. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's been threatening him for the past three days. He's been on like a 200 tweet rant against Kanye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I actually guy. heard the track that like, or I heard the verse that he sent him and it was bad. So I was I like, all right, well, they should have they, they should have left you off the album. Dog. Yeah. But who's expecting to get a fucking banger from like, I like we already know we love Soulja Boy. We always big up Soulja Boy. He's the first to do everything. Like Soulja Boy yeah. is an African-American black legend who's going to go into whatever hall of fame that black people have for just black people because yeah. he is that was he but in the african-american be... history museum because if he wasn't there should be like they should have the i don't soldier remember boy. seeing him you there. know what they should have the white soldier boy glasses in there you know yeah. where he like he was the not there boy. but that's because we got a bunch of i don't know who runs who oversees that but 
I'll give it ten or fifteen years before we get a big soldier space in the. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because he deserves to be in there because there wouldn't be like a lot of the music today would not exist if it wasn't or a lot of the antics or music today would not exist. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, you know, when he came out with Soldier Boy, he had a little dance with it. Like he he's going to say he came up with TikTok or some shit, but he he did, but he didn't. You know, he definitely inspired. He inspired it. Man, Soldier Boy was getting like residuals off of everything that he inspired, like. He would be a billionaire. Yeah, like um, what's his name? Uh, Flavor Flav should get all the money from VH1. Like he should just be getting paid every week on every show that comes yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Flavor yeah, of Love Kanye, definitely. <laughs> Kanye yeah. took uh, him and Chris Brown off the album, and they're both fucking pissed, which yeah. is weird. What this is. I never this even heard weird. the Chris Brown feature that was supposed to be on. I don't even know what song he was supposed to be on. So I can't yeah, even. But whatever. Fuck Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so yeah. weird that they would. That's how you know people are just clout chase in the sense that even when it comes to music, you're just clout chasing. Who the fuck cares whether you're on fucking Donda or not? Uh, unless yeah. you're trying to get. That I mean, it must feel, sh- but like on the flip side for them, like, damn, this album has like 25 features and he took. Yeah. You know, and like, like they spent their time to go to the studio. I'm not trying to defend Chris Brown by no means, but like Soldier Boy, I could see him not putting him on there. But Chris Brown, like to the studio, I would be kind of pissed if house. I was Chris do, Brown. Do Chris Brown and Kanye have a song together before this? I don't know. Mm. Not that I think of. was I he on T-Lop? Oh yeah, he was on Waves. Waves don't die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was which is singing? actually oh, wait, a good yeah, he song. was singing the chorus. Yeah, yeah. But I That's just hate Chris Brown song. so much. So like, but like, whatever. He left Chris Brown off and put the baby and Marilyn Manson on there. So it's not like he was doing this. Was the some baby actually like, on the album? He was. He was he on, is, he's he's on jail part two. So if you would have so made he it had a bunch of part twos oh, yeah. after um No yeah. Child Left Behind. Well, he was bitching about. Them or he was crying about them putting the album out. First off, Kanye is all that's just a lie. He was crying about them putting the album out without his approval, and that's just bullshit. There's no way. Well, I think it's what he shit. does is like he has tunnel vision. He's like, they put this out without my approval. When I think he was trying to say they put this out before that song got approved, and I'm pretty sure Universal's like, yo, you better put this shit out, like, or we're gonna put it out for you, and that's what they did. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know. They went like at some point it got cleared and like that song is on streaming now. Yeah, um, they said we ain't paying for no more album release. Junk right, exactly. Or whatever like, the hell the you call it. Or he just wanted to milk that shit into probably two more stadium events so he can get as much money and as he possibly can sell as much fucking bullshit merch, merch that he possibly can. Like they said, he made millions off that. But I'm I saw sure he, he stole that shit. I, they said that he stole the logo from some other company, which he's like been known to do. Like, and like even on one of the songs on the album, like he sampled something and didn't pay the girl, and she was like on Instagram about that yeah. this week. So like, yeah, I saw that. He's like Kanye, pretty notorious for that kind yeah. of stuff. Kanye's a fucking weirdo. Everybody who's a Kanye stands a fucking weirdo. You guys are fucking <laughs> delusional. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> please yeah. i hope your phones break get off of twitter you're fucking awful people i hate you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like y'all are so dumb one of my friends was like 
I was like, this guy got about five good songs out of 27. And he was like, oh, most artists would kill to have five good songs on their album out of 27. I was like, fam, what the fuck? These are Kanye Sands. They're so fucking insanely dumb. Yeah. Like, you put out 27 songs and you have five good ones. I was like, that must be some new age shit. Cause, <laughs> right. Because ain't no way. Yeah. I'm not listening to two hours of Kanye crooning about God. I'm good. How many songs, segue, do you think Drake will have on the album? Not 27. I hope. Even though if he did, I'd be fine with it. I think he... I don't think it'll be as big as Scorpion was. And Scorpion was a good amount of songs, but he... Scorpion was a good album, but he got killed for that many songs being on Scorpion. But he also how many was on it? Throwaways on Scorpion. Scorpion was thirteen songs. Oh wait, no. Oh wait, never mind. It was twenty-four. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the last Drake album that I liked. Uh, let's look at his discography here. Um, It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It wasn't Views, it wasn't Scorpion, it wasn't really More Life. Fuck, I don't even know. Damn, how can you not look up? I don't know. I, I Well, I always said that my favorite was If You're Reading This Too Late. Maybe not my favorite, but like that's the last one that I like was If You're Reading This Is Too Late. And that was 2015, so that was six years what ago. What a time to be alive, even though that was with Future. Even though that was with Future. Yeah, the views. last one I think I liked was If You're Reading This Is Too Late. Right, views, man. More life, man. Scorpion, man. Nah, like, views is fire. Views mm-hmm. has been views has aged really well, and it's seen as has it because I haven't heard yeah. any of these songs in so long. Controller, controller, and, and like, one dance, and one dance. All right, I'll give. I will absolutely give him those. But Child's play that, and Hotline Bling, Hotline Child. Bling, Child's Play, um, Child's Play. I'm whatever. What's about. Child's Play? Why you exactly. wanna fight with me at cheese? Oh, you yeah. know I love to go there. That song's most crazy. Uh, Redemption, if you like R and B Drake. I mean, One uh, Dance has two billion plays on over two billion plays Their on. Views has really good vibe. songs on it. It got killed when it initially came out, but it has really good songs on it. More Life, I've, I don't really fuck with. It's a few songs on More Life I really like. I mean, uh, okay, Pastor wait. Fruit's fucking fire. <laughs> I'm gonna say, <laughs> I was about to say a, a Drake line because it just popped in my head. But when he says, "I'm about to say a true thing," um, <laughs> so let's just okay. Let's say uh, it's on. If you're reading this, is too late. Uh, I can't remember the rest of the lyrics, but I'll think about it. But okay, so let's just take views for instance. And okay, if I'm looking at this, I'm saying, all right. Uh, controller, one dance. We'll throw. Well, those are the. Play. Listen, I'm just saying we'll throw child's play in there. All right. Yeah, but those are the actual um singles. singles. And if you haven't listened yeah. to the album, then you would only know the singles. So that's why right. it would be very unfair to say that. It, but we're just saying songs on the album that are good, right? No, you're saying songs. Essentially, you're saying songs that you know on the album. <laughs> I, no, I'm saying the sure, but I'm saying the songs on the album what, that are most popular, most popular, I guess, or that would be most popular. What's that five on this one? 
Uh, I mean, if you want, yeah, it's been a long time since I could listen to a whole Drake album. I'll just say that. But my favorite one is Take Care. That's my favorite one for life. So, and of course, uh, What a Time to Be Alive. I can listen to that front to back. I think I might actually listen to Thank Me Later the most, which is, I think, his first one. Yeah. Take Care, though, has like what Tuscan Leather, Marvin's Room. Yeah. uh, Love. uh, Take care. Does not have Tuscan leather. Tuscan leather's on. What's that on? Um, nothing that was on, the same. Nothing was the same. Okay, yeah, yeah. But take care had the motto practice. Take care is hell yeah, classic. fucking right. Like that's my favorite. Like I could listen to that all day. Take care is a classic. There's no yeah. That. Oh, okay, that's what I. I was like, like looking at the um the album art and not the title, but yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like all right. You know, I'm excited though. We gonna listen to that all weekend. I feel like for me personally, if you're reading this too late, has the least amount of skips. True. Like until I get down to like now and forever, like I don't like anything before that on that album to me, which is what's that track twelve? Anything before that to me is like a non-skip. That's the crazy part, though, because Company and Jungle might be the two best songs on the album. Mm. And the like Drake B sides only right. Drake B sides only second to Jay Z B sides. It's not even close. Uh, Jay Z probably has the best B sides in the history, but Drake is pretty up there as far as B sides because Company like not just off these albums but company and jungle are insane uh i i yeah but i i guess what i'm thinking is like if you said if you mentioned one of those two songs by name to someone i feel like they'd be like who sings that well yeah because i don't i can't i can't place either one of those songs but i'm not like i'm not like i don't listen yeah. It's got to be a classic for me to listen to it over and over again. But I do. I have like take care is my shit. Like I. That's the thing though. That. Yeah. Like I don't get hung up on the songs that come on. Like the radio. Like if it comes on the radio, if I hear it on, I'm not listening to it. So when it comes to the first, and which we this could be Drake's the Carter three. When it comes to the first five and then six god first six of like the seven songs i'm not listening to them at all because i've heard them on the radio all the time so i i automatically go to like the b-sides and see like what else is on the album that's not just fluff and if you look at it like that if you're reading this this too late is up there with probably a classic next to take care to be honest but that was when that came out. It wasn't even considered an album. Yeah, and nothing was the same. That's probably another, my second favorite. And that's another thing with Drake albums. When that came out, people were fucking killing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't remember people killing it. If you're reading this is too late. I just remember when it came out. I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I just wasn't paying attention because I was like. I like it, so I wasn't really paying attention. No, that and album was getting killed. I don't think I've ever really paid much attention to how people have received any of his albums until like views came out. Because I feel like that was the first one where I was like, I just really did not like. Another one that people killed that has, over time, 
has all of a sudden come back on the masses and have been like, oh, this is actually a pretty good album. It's not a classic. It's not up there or take care, but the opinions of views have changed over the years. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I, I guess. Don't I don't know. That's not, I don't, because I'm looking at the track list and I'm like, the only one of these songs that I like, rem- and again, this is me being like, what was like the most, like one dance, like went crazy, right? Controller. Controller went crazy. Hotline Bling went insane. Everything else on this album, I'm like, I guess pop style kind of went crazy too. Fire and Desire was a good song. The, like if you play that right now, it might be the first time I heard it. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, that just cancels your opinion on the album, though, because that means you haven't listened to it really. Or I mean, but it it's also while. making my point. I was like, nah, I did listen. To, I, re- I remember listening still... to the album and being like, nah. There's not something. Uh, there's not a lot here that I would have revisited that wasn't a single. I guess feel no ways. I like that one. Um, but whatever. Yeah, it's kind of hard to judge an album like that. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, next week. Oh wait, we talked about this, and I'm only going to spend let's say two minutes on it. <laughs> Will Drake mention Sonia Curry? in on the certified lover boy album i'm going to say he will mention her name i don't know how i'm just saying he'll mention i'm her. saying he won't it's too fresh and he's friends with steph and i just don't see it yeah, we made a bet know. though we, we said that because me and lauren said that he will mention her by name, I, if he mentions he anything he will mention dale messing up but i could if he's friends with steph like he's not gonna disrespect either one of his parents so if they do say something me and chris owe lauren and bryson twenty dollars but yeah i mean if he, he ain't gonna say nothing yeah i don't he think he'll say anything now the feature might say something but i feel like he would even let them do that yeah i just don't one i don't think drake would ever say that because he's friends and two this album's probably way done before that news even broke so i don't think he's going back man these people aren't done without like this like maybe but like uh i I feel like people will record right up until the shit is out now so if some if some crazy shit happened tomorrow that he wanted to put a verse on it about he would Mm, maybe Maybe. that's all i'm saying i mean it's probably easier now than it is in the past but i don't know i don't think now, he's gonna re- return to the album and put a sonia curry line in there hey, but he I'm might saying. put but he might put a you know maybe he is the quarterback for bishop sycamore on there <laughs> so, he might put a bishop sycamore line on there. he might yeah. put a bishop sycamore line on he there. is bishop if you sycamore haven't heard of that one uh so apparently this high school like finesse ESPN into getting on national television and they're not a high school and they're not a, well one they're like not a high I didn't I was like trying to look up the uh the like I was just trying to look up the details of the story and I couldn't find a ton because it's like really they said they're all ex like some kind of player they're like all juco players so yeah basically people who go to college and either drop out or get kicked out or something like that and then they'll go to like a juco school to get back into a d1 school so it was like people who had I guess either have graduated college or maybe or high school um <laughs> and play it after that but the memes on this were amazing but yeah they like basically finessed 
ESPN. Uh, ESPN somehow to like nationally televise two games. I think two games is what no, I saw. I think only one. Or was of it them. just one? They played I think two games. The they same played two weekend, games, but so one of them was nationally televised. Only one of them, and it wasn't even. And I, it wasn't ESPN that they finessed. I guess that's like the headlines, but it wasn't technically ESPN. ESPN. ABC then. No, well, ESPN, he finessed the, who he finessed whoever got. It's to like let him Paragon. In that game. ESPN has a third party company that books these games for them. They just have the broadcasting rights to the game. So uh, the third party company is called like Paragon or something. So Paragon um, lined up these games, like whatever the series is called for ESPN. It was called like a high school kickoff or whatever. And it was like a seven game series or something like that. High school games that have played over ESPN network for the past mm-hmm. like couple weeks. And this was like the finale of that specific series of football, high school football games. And the third party company that ESPN works with uh, books these games, et cetera. And then ESPN just has the broadcasting rights to them. So the, obviously mm-hmm. the headlines are going to read uh, ESPN finessed or ESPN lied to or ESPN was duped or in a sense into playing this specific game with a high school that doesn't exist, but it's not necessarily ESPN. I can guarantee you ESPN isn't going through. And even though it probably take 30 to 45 minutes, they probably don't have anybody that's vetting who this third party company is bringing on regarding because they don't care. (laughs) They just see IMG Academy, which won the National High School Football Championship last year. And they're like, all right, then the the team they must be playing must be decent. They don't care that this team is fake. They're not looking that shit up. The other company fumbled the bag because ESPN is now going to them being like, "Ah, we can't work with y'all no more, probably. Right. They are the ones who fumbled the bag. I feel like a 30 for 30 on this one might be crazy. I saw somebody said they needed 30 for 30 on this. <laughs> well, because I saw a tweet and it was like someone who played on the team was seeing how I guess he was. I don't understand him because he was like, they recruited me to play for this high school and he went there. Like, I was like, well, were you like actually going to classes and stuff or like, it's it didn't really class. make sense to me. Is it an online stuff? It's an okay, online I guess now you could probably, yeah, I, was gonna say, I guess now you could do it because yeah. everything is online. Um, it's an online charter school and allegedly the coach who was fired today actually has an arrest warrant out and I'm just sitting there like fam oh, you know yeah. you had an arrest warrant why the fuck are you on national TV like that's hustling backwards yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely hustling backwards holy shit I, did, I think I actually did see that but I didn't uh it just didn't register to me. But I just I think, think I, it's, yeah. I did see that he had like an arrest warrant or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to fucking think that um, ESPN, not ESPN, but that the, you can just create a fake charter school and get players. They had like they sent a document to ESPN that had like their offensive defensive line and. Um, Every player was both offense and defensive line. They had like 35 players and they're playing the best 
high school football team <laughs> in the country. And Didn't they like, lose 58 to zero? Yeah, they lost in the two games they played because they played Friday night also. Mm. And then they turned around and played again Sunday. But the, the company, I guess, uh, who ESPN works with said they didn't know that they had a game played that Friday night. So in the two games that they played, they um lost 90 like 96 to 0 oh my or some God. shit <laughs> and then, damn they need to take their old asses to practice or they just need to give it up because y'all are older and y'all are getting your ass kicked by 16 year olds fucking 17 16 year olds <laughs> great and they should have never let that happen with black twitter because black twitter was on one yeah. It's probably the craziest sports story I've heard in a while. And I don't know how they're like, I can't wait for the movie documentary gridiron gang part two, whatever they call it. This shit is going to be great. I don't know yeah. if you mentioned this, but you may have about how the initial for the schools are BS. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because, ah, that makes it so much because I feel funnier. like it's like that should be the name of this 30. I want to know where they got the name school. from Bishop, Bishop Sycamore. Sycamore. Like, what the hell does that mean? That's definitely a deacon in the church, you know. I bet they forget. <laughs> I there's no way they looked at that and was like, Yo, we're gonna make our initials BS. What can we do to make our initials BS? It just reminds me of Accepted, uh, South Harmon Institute of Technology. Y'all ever seen? Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Okay, shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if y'all ever seen, except there's like, uh, wait, what were some of the? Did you mention some of the memes? Uh, uh, I just mentioned there were uh, memes, but I didn't. Oh my god! Like they what? said, uh, <laughs> they said that the Doctor Love guy was the team doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they said, uh, Sean uh, or Talcum X, aka uh, what's his name? I literally have a racist name from my memory. Sean King. Sean King, King was was he head of admissions? I think is that what it was? Uh he was a guidance counselor. Guidance counselor. Yeah. Who was it? Oh, head of admissions was homegirl from uh Lori Laughlin. <laughs> it was Lori yeah. Laughlin. They said Aunt Tommy. Becky. <laughs> yeah. They said I'm sure Tommy Rachel Dolezal was in there somewhere yeah. too. Yeah. They said Tommy Strong was a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my man. god that shit was great the internet that is that's when the internet is good <laughs> yeah all pounce on one person and just make jokes about it oh man i'm gonna have to try to like re- maybe i'll remember to put some of these in the show notes but all the all the shit was like cracking me up all week or not even all week because i feel like i hadn't even heard of the story until like a maybe days yesterday ago. or the day before no, this, yesterday and, and then I was, the game was sunday so the story broke the story oh, kind of picked yeah. up steam by like sunday Twitter. night maybe or monday morning the game was like yeah the after so during the broadcast and i wish we could insert this i don't know if we can the um i think it was like the commentators were like yeah, the school said they had a bunch of D1 players on their team, but uh, we tried to verify that and we couldn't. Like, I don't know any of these names. <laughs> Nobody's in the ESPN yeah. top or anything. Like, so someone was already on to the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So the, during the game, like, you can see it on the, like, yeah. on Twitter. They have a video of the commentators being like, yeah, we don't know if this 
if they're telling us the truth or whatever about what their players are doing and who their players are. And they got one guy <laughs> got hurt and ESPN, the dudes who are calling the game didn't even have him on the roster that was given to them by the coach. Damn. Damn. Yeah. It's the wildest fucking story. Oh, but um man. yeah, the memes are the memes are great. Like ESPN in the middle of the broadcast was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. That I that also like, let me know that they didn't vet anything, which I didn't expect them to vet it, but has anyone the, pounced on the Bishop Sycamore uh merch opportunity yet? Yeah, because... it's on Amazon. Okay, I sent it to y'all. Say. Okay, as I say, because mm-hmm. that'll probably uh definitely take off Bishop Sycamore alumni. Yeah, they uh, did that. They said their uh <laughs> they said their next game's gonna be against Right Ale High. Bishop Sycamore, the official high school of Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Right. Let's get it. Oh boy. Um damn, do we wanna I feel like this next one we only need to spend like two minutes. I mean, these because the, the but, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. ATL two is dropping. Did they give a release date or was it just like a little teaser trailer? No, and they teaser. said um one of the twins said they shot that like ten years ago. Oh yeah, this shit's probably gonna be trash. Um, probably. But I guess everyone who's in it, cool. Like Every, literally everyone. everybody's yeah. they're watching it for a long time. Like I'll on Twitter, interested. everybody said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. I said that in the chat too. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll watch it for Laura London. That's about it. But I'd be yeah. interested to see how they do the story. Like, I probably won't rush to it when it first come out, just like I didn't do coming to America. I was just gonna wait until see what people said about how they actually told the story. So I never yeah. watched Coming to America because they said the storyline was absolute trash. Um, so I'll be interested to see how they actually do the storyline. Or is, like, do they all have kids now? Does T.I. and Lauren London have kids that are going? They like- look so old in the trailer. I'm like, how can they make this movie about anything? That well, how long ago was the original about? movie? Was uh, it like 10 years ago? Yeah, way, way more than 10 years. Yeah, ago. I was about to say. I'm yeah, going to guess at least 2006. So 15 years ago. Yeah. So if they were 18, then that would let me, they were in there. They were like 33 now. So yeah. Were so they? Interested but shit, I was like 33. When I was going to say shit. he looked old <laughs> in the first one. So he's definitely looking old in this one. He probably wasn't. He's really not even that much younger than, or older than I am. I don't, he, I don't even know if he's 40. Well, we had, was T, like that's the thing though. Was Ti ever supposed to be in school, in the, like high school in the first? He's one? forty. He's forty. Because I know yeah. Esquire. Yeah, didn't they go to one. school? I remember seeing Evan. Uh, I remember seeing Evan Ross in school because he got busted for selling weed. But I don't ever remember seeing Ti. Well, Ti was like school. his older brother, so maybe he was already out of school. Yeah, I don't ever remember him. Were they about to go to college, maybe or something? Wasn't someone? Yeah, I mean, like, wasn't that one of the storylines that like Esquire was about to go to college? I believe. Well, remember yeah. that um, they were making fun of uh, wasn't it Mark? Wasn't it um, Jason Weaver because he was like nineteen and still in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is Yeah, see, they were all already way too old. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. This shit, damn. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what they, like, 
I don't know. I don't see how it can be good. Um, but if they make it more like modern, I guess, which they probably will to modern Atlanta. Yeah. With like new the newer music. Just don't have Quavo in them in the fucking movie. Like, you Please. know Migo's gonna be up in there. You already <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember when they you had are. Monica in there working yeah. at the diner? Well, no, I remember when Big Boy was in the first one, but Big Boy played like a good villain. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I feel like that meme now, that meme now is really popular. So one thousand yeah. percent, they will definitely the one like, oh, I know who I, I know that ain't who I who think, I it, think is. it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely gonna be in this new one. But he played like a really good villain. Yeah. Um, shout out to Big Boy and his acting skills. He's a grandfather now. Damn, really? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, so I'd be interested. I honestly would just be interested to see how the storyline goes, and I'm not rushing to it. I'm gonna wait until people actually watch it and tell me what the story. Oh, I'm gonna wait till they be the roasting internet, it on Twitter for sure. Because the internet will tell you. <laughs> the internet will tell you, and that's I'll why I'll tell y'all too because I'll probably watch it as soon as it come out, especially if it come out on like Prime or something. I mean, if oh, it boy, drops, definitely going straight to something. <laughs> this shit, you're not gonna be able to catch this one at AMC. I promise you that. Depends. I don't know. I don't know. Not now. Not this is, now. depends on who. It might go out. to HBO. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't we'll looked see. up to see who the production team or that. Depends stuff is, on who's but. putting it out because mm-hmm. nostalgia is a motherfucker. If yeah. Coming to him, if it wasn't a pandemic, and coming to America selling yeah. for so much to Amazon. Yeah, but coming, you can't compare coming to America to ATL. I'm sorry, like that's not the same. Why can't we? Because Eddie Murphy is not fucking T.I. Or Chase Weaver or any of these other fucking assholes in this movie. <laughs> you're right. There are a bunch of B-tiers. I get I get what you're saying. But like, I feel like the... Eh, our gen- I don't know. I, even though it's not up ATL's there. ATL's a cult classic. Yeah, like, yeah. we really hyped that shit up. Like, we still watch that movie today. You Obviously, know? ATL isn't better than yeah, it's the original definitely to America. But when it comes to... Just like, um, I mean, ATL over the internet era has been absolutely balloon insane. So when it comes yeah. to nostalgia, the nostalgia is still fucking there. So I think you honestly can compare it. Uh, and ATL would be. I'm not gonna say for this. I'm not gonna. <laughs> and ATL would be shit. make more no. sense for ATL would no. make more sense for a sequel than coming to Call America. I want smoke. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Chimney. I want smoke. No, nah, we're not doing this. We're not no, doing this. No, we're not. What we're doing this. What are doing? I think no. you're you're arguing a whole different point. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> like, like right. coming to America, like literally, that's not even our generation, but we love that movie. ATL is our. It's like a millennials, black millennials. G. It's like new, new. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a fucking cult classic. It is. It's a cult classic. Right. I would say Coming I'll to America you- is Coming to America is a mainstream classic, whereas ATL is a cult classic. And I think it absolutely would be in the movie theaters and niggas will go see it. And uh, that's just what it is. That Dude. did remind me that someone for the for the Bishop Sycamore said that McDowell's was like <laughs> oh, a yeah. team sponsor. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, okay, whatever. I, maybe I'm just too much of an old head to like wrap my head around that argument. But I, I see what you're saying. But I'm like, please never mention ATL and. <laughs> I and mean, yeah, like America they don't the compare at all. <laughs> you know, but like, as far as being a cult classic, it would absolutely do numbers for one weekend, probably. Word. Well, but it wouldn't be like an every weekend thing. I'd watch ATL right now before I watch Kevin Twitter. That's I, see, that's where we differ. Mm-hmm. I yeah, can't go there, me. but I, I watch, I'll watch them one I watch ATL other. every time it's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of new TV, uh, well, I'm going to flip-flop these just a tiny bit. Or should I? Yeah, whatever. Um, October, like, all the shows are coming back. Insecure, Succession. And there was one other one I think that we forgot to put on there. What did you, you say? I feel like oh, Ozark is coming back. Ozark. Too. I know it's coming back in the fall. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm most excited about Succession. And then I haven't secure. watched that. I guess I need to watch that after I'm done with oh, Sopranos. It's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, Insecure, Succession, you, Ozark, all coming back. Um nine perfect strangers we've all been watching uh if you're listening right now i guess there could be some potential spoilers um i will i will refer back to our episode last week when i was like we'll see how this compares to white lotus like i don't understand how people could say this show is worse than white lotus did anybody say that uh one of my friends was like they said that they like white lotus better than this i'm like how they didn't even have a storyline. At least we know we're getting to something in this. Exactly. Now, now I'm hoping that's what that what think. we're getting to ain't stupid. Like, but I feel like like we're trying to figure out like what happens to Nicole Kidman too. Like, and who's after her and all this shit. Like, I'm I hope they don't fall flat on that. Um, yeah. And then what happens to the people when they leave, or like what's really going on there? Like. I feel like somebody has to die at some point. Like, I feel like some shit's gonna go down. Yeah. Some shit's definitely gonna pop off. And not a bullshit death. Cause like everyone who was talking about what he latest is like, it's all about like suffering and loss and da da da. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what this show is about. All these people have like gone through some really fucked up shit. Yeah. And I like it. This show, it's like, there's like people kind of like across the diet. Well, I was gonna say diaspora. There's like, Black it's diverse. It's like diverse, and it's like, but it also they like have it's, different issues. They have different issues, and it's not like because they are. Yeah, black because Regina Hall could have very well been a white woman. You know that's what, what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, she's anyone, so good. Anyone so in this good. show could have been any any sort of like walk of life. I guess you know, it's like the way that they casted it. Like anyone could have been any group. Race, creed, color, sexual orientation, like whatever. Yeah. And we don't, that's the thing. We don't know where the show's going, but tell me the payoff in White Lotus. I just want anybody who watched it, I just want anybody who watched White Lotus to tell me what the fuck the payoff is. Why did I watch that show? What the fuck is going on? Why would I relate to that show at all? Like, why would I relate to that show? I don't know. I don't do drugs. I don't, like, what the fuck? I'm not doing ketamine yeah. the fuck yeah. about but some people were like well this show was just the show that white people can get away with anything and i'm like well any show that you watch or movie from like that's 98 yeah. percent of shows is like they yeah. can get away with anything 
Like, if that's the whole point of your show, then we just don't really need it. Yeah, like, Dexter got uh, away with killing people for how many seasons? And people love that show. I don't need a show to tell me something that I witness every fucking day. Right. I'm dropping the episode a lot in this episode. I'm fine. No, they were just putting their privilege on display. (laughs) Like, at least in this show, like... I don't know. I want to go to a place like this, but without the shadiness. Like Sometimes I you really got to cool. tell people like y'all's opinions are trash. Shut up. But yeah. I do like that this show, like, <laughs> like I said, like it doesn't like no one's like, I feel like this is a good way for like representation and you're not having to harp on because they are a certain thing. Although with yeah. the one guy, he does mention very casually in the fourth episode that, He's gay, which you already know in the first episode, but he's like, I'm Catholic and I'm gay. And that's a thing. And that's yeah. just like kind of where they leave it. And then what, you know, it's it's not like a whole. It's not a plot line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they. That one of his, yeah. But his actual plot line is that he's writing that story. He's a journalist. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He's not even his how they're going to play that into. He's not supposed to be here for healing in a sense, but. He's gonna heal in a in a way that yeah. he wasn't expecting to. Is this and that, but I did think that was like cheap and unnecessary to say that I'm cat. Like I thought that was like a cop out to say like have him actually say like I'm gay and I'm Catholic. Like fam, we saw you talking to a guy about being yeah. But I think like, in the context of that. that one scene, I was like okay. You know, it, it wasn't like it just did. It didn't to me. It didn't feel like a. Uh, I feel like the writing in that particular scene for how it came about or whatever was like more of kind of like we're not gonna make a big deal about this thing and they and they even made like a like essentially like a joke about it in that scene right where it's yeah. like, like they were supposed to be yelling or whatever you know it's like okay yeah I just I like how that. they're actually showing me or out, for the most part at least with uh, Nicole Kidman and um, the guy from Boardwalk Empire I can never remember his name. But, yeah, uh, he's actually a really. Who good was actor. the guy from Boardwalk? The, the football, football player. player. Oh, James Co- Cap. Uh, something Cavelli or yeah. what's his name? He's a really good actor. But, I love um, him. I just like how they actually kind of show you like what's kind of happening in the past and is building up for each person how they're like spinning. Bobby Cannavale, like, I think yeah. is his name. Yeah, Michael. Yeah. Michael is it Shannon? Michael Shannon, yeah. Michael Shannon's Michael an Shannon. absolutely phenomenal actor. Yo, anything that Michael Shannon is in, I'm like, yo, I'll watch it. Cause he's yeah, just he was in Boardwalk actor. Empire. Michael oh, yeah, Shannon was. was. Oh, yes. Yeah. You need to watch that show. Yeah. That show is so Michael K. Williams, the yeah, this guy, Empire the football so player guy, Steve Buscemi. Like, God, that show is so good. I'm I might have to go back and watch that. I might like, rewatch it too. It is really good. I'll watch um, it because that was my I don't shit. Know. But like Michael Shannon is good. Bobby kind of he's Bobby kind of he's also in that other Hulu show, the one with uh not Nicole Kidman, but Julia Roberts that came out a couple of years ago. Uh, oh yeah. Um I know it's coming. Yeah, homecoming. Yeah. Or home going, homecoming, that. homegoing. It was pretty good. Uh Nicole oh wait, we did talk about this in the chat about how like Nicole Kidman will play the hell out of a white woman, but I said that uh, what's her name Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon does too. I feel like they're like one A and one B maybe, I but I think, think they Nicole play two Kidman's different a, types yeah. of white women. I just think like, Nicole, Nicole Kidman is a little bit of a better actor, in my opinion. Yeah, um, 
I think Nicole. I think I really. She's think more diverse. She's I don't more think diverse. So. I don't I think, think so. so at all. I think they play the same type of role whenever. Well, yeah, she's always role. very cold. She's just yeah. She's just like and oh. like Reese Witherspoon is more like bubbly. Like I don't think I've seen her in anything where she was like cold. I mean, she, she was, was kind of cold in Alabama. And she was cold as hell in uh Big Little or not? Well, Big yeah, um, uh, fire, but Little Fires, everywhere. Little Fires everywhere. Yeah, yeah. but you're she right. was like playing like Ultimate Karen in that. Yeah, you know what I'm so yeah, I'm but, sure. Like, I was like a different kind of cold. I'm sure Reese she was nice, nasty. I'm sure Reese Witherspoon could have played these roles, but Nicole Kidman killed Bombshell. She killed if Nicole Kid or if uh, Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, I'm yeah. But Reese Witherspoon could not have played this. Role. She would. She wouldn't have played, but she could have been uh, Michael Shannon's wife in the show. I feel like probably she could have. That lady's actually killing it. I hey, like her. Yeah. I just. I don't know. Maybe I just like Nicole Kidman's movies better because Cold Mountain, like all these shits, are like my shit. Like I. Love but see, them. this is what I'm saying. Like the the thing I like about the show, what I didn't like about White Lotus, I guess, is that like all of these people might have something redeeming about them, maybe. And it's like very obvious. Or is it White Lotus? It was like very obvious from the beginning that nothing about these people be redeeming, redeeming, and like. Well, they have actual real problems. They have like story. The people on there. White Lotus did not have real problems. Although, you know who the most, uh, De- was it Delilah, the black girl in this show? Not, not Carmel, not Regina Hall's character, but the oh girl, yeah, the girl from like, the yeah. shot. We really don't know anything about her, so I'm like very curious to know. So like, she played in the shot, and she's the one that the, they said that the guy like sexually harassed her. Yeah, Ooh. she's like the married. main character, Jason Mitchell. She either she dates or is married, like to... in real life. Oh wait, yeah. oh, oh, you're talking yeah. about real life. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about in the show. Like we don't know anything about her. No, like, no, no. Well, she kind of alluded to it that she, she she kind of alluded to it that she is bipolar. Uh, oh yeah, this episode. Yeah, yeah. 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 she alluded to it that she's bipolar. Oh, I she actually... was in Little Fires Everywhere too. Yeah. She played the young version of what's her name? Yeah, yeah. I actually have a theory uh, that um, she's the one who. Yeah, what's your theory? I know it's easy. That's what I. I see, yeah, I think it seems see, too easy. Yeah. She's yeah, the one who's actually threatening. I think her and probably the Asian dude maybe are working together. And actually, I love together. him. I love him. He was on the Good Place. But I think, uh, she, but he played an idiot. What was I about to say? Oh, I was about to say she bet she's either dates or is married to the guy off of uh white dear white people. Oh, that show's coming back too. Oh yeah, I think she does date uh, him because I remember when she was going through the thing like he was trying to like fight or like he yeah. was like there on set trying to protect dude, protect uh, her from dude. Yeah, but she's actually a really good actor. She is. Uh, everybody actress. in the show is good. That's, That's another thing. Like, everybody is so much more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, Everyone is so good. Like, oh man. And like, don't get me wrong. Everybody, or well, the main characters in the ones that we know in um, White Lotus are good actors. Like, obviously, Connie Britton's a good actress. Um, the yeah. girl from Euphoria is a really good actress, but she kind the of the dad is a good actor. The dad it's is just the writing actor. in that show for me. It's just the writing part. is pointless. Yeah. Like it made right, and I'm saying it probably just isn't my experience. I will venture on to try to figure out what the hell background your friend who likes it, White Lotus, what her back, his or her background is, who liked it more than Nine Perfect Strangers. I can get with Nine Perfect Strangers because it's about 
healing from past trauma, et cetera. Like I can understand that. I can't understand what the hell was even an issue <laughs> in White Lotus. Right. Yeah, they had That's no the thing. That's what I said. Like, if you're if the whole point of her show is to show that like white people don't will never face any repercussions, like we don't need that. Right. <laughs> we just don't because we could turn on the news right now and and see that. Right. Uh, so um although ooh, well I was going to segue, but like, because it is funny that the Jeopardy guy got got like totally fired now. Like first he lost the first he lost the hosting, the hosting gig, but now he just like straight up lost the EP gig, too. Yeah. So that I feel like some other shit is probably I'm guessing going to drop. Like well, maybe I feel like what dropped might have been good enough, or, but yeah. he might have a me too out there. He looked like it. Ah, uh, yeah. I just think there's some kind of life lesson in staying low and like, like he would have never gotten fired if he didn't try to give himself the job. hosting job of Jeff. Yeah, nobody would have ever known who he was. Nobody would have ever said his name ever again. He would have still been making probably hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars as an EP of Jeopardy and Will of Fortune. He would have been good. But he had <laughs> right. too much dip on his chip. <laughs> too yeah. Much dip on the chip. Just couldn't stay just, behind the scenes. Just know your role, fam. Now everybody, I think y'all listen, oh, when I listen to Brilliant Idiot, Charlemagne always says it a lot. He's like, just play a position like everybody don't need to be in front of the camera like you mess up a good thing chasing something and like don't mess up a good thing he had a good thing he was low nobody would have ever heard whatever it was podcast that he was on back in the day where he's talking shit nobody would have ever heard it if he just didn't try to give himself the fucking jeopardy hosting job especially now because i'm like okay like, what's he gonna go to bar stool now or something? Because, like, I feel like if that would be wild, but it would not surprise me if he was just like, well, fuck it. I'm just double down on the bad shit that I did now. Well, that's the thing. Nobody's probably, he'd probably get another EP job somewhere. Nobody would ever hear about him again. Yeah. Yeah. That's some like, unknown show we never, or like somewhere, yeah. like, we don't be looking at the credits. Nobody knows him. He's not gonna right. be out yeah, of work. He just fumbled mm-hmm. the bag. Right now for Jeopardy because he (laughs) tried to do more than he needed to do. Like, I feel like there is some kind of life lesson in that, that, that I'm going to just pick up and keep with me for the rest of my life. I'm going to be like, yeah, I remember that Jeopardy guy tried to, (laughs) what did grandma used to say? He's too big for his britches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All he had to do was relax, but all he had to do was nothing. We say this every right. week on the show. We do oh, say yeah. this every week, and we say it in the text. It's just like, all you have to do is just not speak. You could do nothing. Yeah. Like, people, people that either speak too much or it's just like, or publicize their ills, and it's like, why did you have to publicize? Like, no one was asking for you to volunteer this information at all. It's like, just, yeah. you, you just could have just held this L on your own. You know how many L's I've held? <laughs> over the past however however long I've been on Twitter or just you could do you know what I'm saying just hold it. just hold that L just hold that L just keep it to yourself keep it to yourself you're the only person that know you took the L 
Or at least in your group chat, if you really feel like you got to get it out there, like get a group chat, put it in there, and then, you know, it'll live there. You are and the only person that know you took that L if you just keep it to yourself. Unless you absolutely have to tell somebody because you're on the verge of like a suicide type situation or just need to get it out. But other than yeah. that, like... If it's like a minor L, take your minor L's and keep them. Like this guy took the biggest L of his life just because (laughs) he tried to, he tried to do more than he had to do. Like, I don't know, man. Like that white man confidence. He didn't even make himself like a, a celebrity host. Like he didn't even do like the celebrity host for like yeah, two episodes right. or anything. Yeah. Oh my had fifty-five celebrity hosts come through Jeopardy for the past two months. Not one time did we see this nigga's name. And then all of a sudden he's a permanent he's host. That's why I was lady. yo, that's why I was so confused when he first got the job because I was like, who the fuck like I- I, I bet thought, Alex intervened. Well, he, I thought he was like a contestant at some point who like made it really far, but I don't even think it was that, right? He just was he like working on other TV shows or something? I don't know. According to his Wikipedia, it was just Jeopardy and Will of Fortune since last year. And that's mm-hmm. another related to Merv Griffin. <laughs> that's another right. thing. What's his name? Michael Mike something, Rice? right? Is it Mike Rice or something? I, I was saying, like, if he's if he's connected to both of those shows, then maybe he's related to Merv Griffin some way. Like, that's the only thing. Mike that Richards. Like be, okay, because that's the only thing that would be like plausible to me is to like be related to the creator. But oh, he was on The Price is Right, too. Yeah, that's what he did. Was he a before. host there, or he was just working there? He was just the EP. He produced Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right. He was the producer there from 28, 2008 to 2018. He does. He did Let's Make a Deal, The Pyramid. Uh, he's done a bunch of TV shows. He's done a bunch of shows. So he's yeah. been out there. The so he just wanted to... He just wanted to get in the line. Okay, like, all right. I'll take a step back. He's done a lot of these shows. Maybe he felt like, oh, this is... This is my time. This is my time. But, like, damn. Not on this one. Mm. (laughs) Jeopardy's a different animal. Jeopardy... Jeopardy's a different animal. Like, you could have probably did that on let's make a deal and nobody would give a fuck that you're replacing he, uh, he could have yeah. even done wheel of fortune <laughs> yeah if like Jack seems like he about to be out there too <laughs> i don't know if you can get away with wheel of fortune either <laughs> but i don't know well, if be pat sajak i'm pretty sure is like maga and like he's done so i can't believe oh that no he's, i can't believe that he's still hosting because he's like oh yeah don't look at his twitter he hasn't like like he, now I will well, is that say that a Kanye ooh. bar like Pat. Don't say Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe because like he says some like some like wild shit sometimes, but it's more about like it's it's like in the same vein of like anti vaxxer kind of stuff, you know, about taking our. Freedoms, freedoms and that kind of shit so like i know that he's maga but he hasn't come out and like you know oh, he ain't gonna do that now he yeah. ain't gonna ruffle that now the day that he stopped hosting wheel of fortune his ass gonna be out there like but he has been guy. on some extremely thin ice like I eric and like, oh yeah he said what the hell two. that's what he said wait in the confessions part two he said like pat don't say jack 
Oh, oh, so that is a line. That is a line. It's the <laughs> Kanye when he was on Confessions Part Two. Oh, I Usher. Heard that oh, damn. But wait a second. Wait a second. Did you just say Eric Clapton was on some MAGA stuff? He is on some anti-vax stuff. He like wrote a song about it. Oh, I mean that doesn't really like honestly. Like I didn't know he had. Oh, and he said he said something about like not making the kids wear masks to schools and stuff like that. Like Mm. people said something because you know his child died. Yeah, I didn't know Eric Clapton was this big of a piece of shit either. Like I didn't know his history. He was wilding back. He is like. (laughs) He, he is wilding. crazy. Like yeah. I just found all this shit out today. Like I was because yeah. I saw somebody post something about um, a child falling out of a 50th floor window. That was his child. That was his child. That's how the yeah. kid. That's how he died. A, like a five year old, they said, fell out of a 50th floor window. But that's yeah. that kind of sketchy. The song "Tears in Heaven." That, yeah, that's, that's his song. son. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean, Clapton was like. Well, I mean, I guess if your son has a tragic death, I don't know if he was like, like I don't know. Clapton's had he like a He has like time. a, he got killed for saying He was on keep hard Britain. drugs for keep a minute. Keep Britain white. Uh, Damn. <laughs> Wait, what? On August, on 5th of August, 1976, Clapton provoked an uproar and lingering controversy when he spoke out against increasing immigration during a concert in Birmingham. Oh, he's been wild. Intoxicated on stage, Clapton voices strong support for the controversial right wing British politician Enoch Powell. He addressed the audience as follows Do we have any foreigners in the audience tonight? If so, please put your hands up. So, where are you? Well, wherever you are, I think you should all just leave, not just Ooh. leave the hall, leave our country. I don't want you to be here in the room or in my country. Listen to me, man. <laughs> and then it pretty Damn. much just ends. With, he says, get the foreigners out, get the wogs out, get the coons out. Keep Britain. What? Right. <laughs> he said, get the coons out. Hey, get the yeah. coons out. Damn. <laughs> oh I used to God. be into dope. Now I'm into racism. What? This nigga is wow. Oh, he was going yeah. hard. Okay, oh, wait, are you on a Suzuki beat racing down here? No, he didn't say get the coons out. I might have to get that sound drop, but. Yeah, he's wilding. England is for white people, man. This is Great Britain, a white country. What is happening to us for fuck's sake? Throw the wogs out. Keep Britain white. Yeah, fuck Eric Clapton for that. I don't care if that <laughs> shit was in 1976, 1776. I don't <laughs> that is wow. He should have fell out that window. <laughs> Jeez, Clapton. Woof. Mm, I used to like Tears in Heaven. Not that I'll ever listen I to it. I can't believe that man got on stage and said, Get the coons out, keep Britain white. Wow. Damn. Wow. Y'all brought him there. They forget that part. Yeah, and we would have been out. <laughs> we would have been nowhere near there. We would have been kings and queens. Yeah. I just like, okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, on Wikipedia, like, it'll, like, hyperlink to something else. So, I just clicked on Coons <laughs> just because that was hyperlinked in that Eric Clapton. Uh, and the, t- the top, like, six things. Number one, ethnic slur, a black person. Number two, chiefly Southern, a raccoon. Number three, informal, South Africa, a member of a colorly or sorry, colorfully dressed dance troupe in Cape Town during New Year's celebration. 
Number four, Southern ethnic slur, a coonass, a white Acadian French person who lives in the swamps. Uh, number five in the U.S., a sly fellow. Number six, African-American vernacular, a person who... You froze. <laughs> you froze. You froze. Yeah, so... Fuck Eric Clapton, I'll tell you that. I yeah. just learned all that shit today. Like, it was crazy. I used to like those songs, too. Right I know, I love Data. Got me on my knees, Data. Yeah, I'm about to say, I used to listen. She gonna rise, she gonna rise, she gonna rise. <laughs> okay. Damn, we just didn't know. I, we didn't know. But... At some crazy. points, what do they say? All your heroes become villains. Yeah, that is more and more true when it comes to like the white people we follow than or liked in history than anything. Yeah, remember if you we have we, you live on that. Yeah, what were we talking about earlier when there's like um who oh they were mad at Lizzo for saying that. Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson are the king oh and yeah and they were mad because it wasn't Madonna like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Madonna's not even like relevant anymore for her music she's relevant for her damn um for her damn antics she's do like you even listen to that shit like I know I ain't gonna lie I got some okay. Madonna on the playlist oh uh, I'm about to say I definitely don't I, don't I definitely 100% do so and even some like 2000 ish Madonna because yeah. I loved her. Um, music makes up people that was my yeah. shit. She and like she had a couple songs out and that I, that I love, but I got rid of Madonna not when, she had her, when she had her black son dancing after uh, what's his name? Uh, after George Floyd got killed, she put up a video with her son. Oh, dancing yeah, and shit. like bitch, read the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah like honestly yeah, like i'm saying like literally like old ass madonna with kids i ain't really with that but like when she only had lourdes <laughs> that was my girl <laughs> damn sorry i got kicked out of the zoom um oh, i don't know <clears throat> but basically i don't know all these uh things for coon um were interesting um do we want to talk about any of the rest of stuff in the rundown before we go to yeah, the next let's segment? Get to let's it. roll. Let's take a little quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, you know, with living in America and uh, the, you know, we have some hope this week, so we'll be right back. Do you ever want to fall asleep to candlelight? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I, just leave it burning all night. Uh, you know, I do that more times than I would like to admit. Yeah, I do that with the oven sometimes. You cannot leave a candle burning before you go to bed, but you should probably put on a candle to wind down. It's nice. It's lovely to just have a, a, a good scent. It relaxes you. It puts you in a good place mentally. You think of it like a little nightcap. Nightcap? That's one of my favorite scents from Smells Like. What? They have a scent called nightcap? Yeah, it's Merlot, black cherry, patchouli, and amber. Patchouli and amber. That sounds like a sitcom from the 70s, doesn't it? I bet it's a hilarious one that makes me feel good. And you kind of would want to fall asleep watching that sitcom. Well, you can. Go to SmellsLikeBK.com, put in promo code SIZZLE, you get 20% off. And you go ahead and follow Smells Like BK on Instagram. That's at smells underscore like BK. And don't forget, 
promo code SIZZLE. And make sure you turn that candle off before you go to sleep. Here, Group Dex Podcast. We are back. Um, oh, Chris has something on top of mind. What's good? Oh, no, no, no. You're good. Uh, continue. Word. <laughs> uh, back with a little segment that we like to call Living in good. America. Living in America. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> <laughs> Living in America. Damn. There we go. All right. Um, Yes, we're living in America this week. Um, man, there was a gigantic ass hurricane that rolled through New Orleans. Today is what? Tuesday. We're recording on a Tuesday. And it came through on the anniversary of Katrina. Yeah, which is yeah. wild. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, what can you say? I mean, it sucks. Uh, then they say some places are out for a month. Or is it power, just power? Yeah. Say, yeah, like out of power for a month. Yeah, like in a major U.S. city, which is like wild to me that that is even a possibility. But I guess it is, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they need to figure. I saw um Victor Newman tweet it. He was like, they need to come up with something better than damn power lines because there's no reason why in 2021 power lines should be a thing. Like, yeah, like everything else is satellite or. Did you, I don't know what you call it, but like a well, damn you know power what's funny line is so old. Is in New York City they don't have power lines because it's all underground. Underground, yeah, mm. which is like so bizarre. When it was someone like mentioned that to me, I was like, oh shit, yeah, there aren't any power lines anywhere in New York. Yeah, like, if you go to like Jersey, there are, I guess, but there's not any in the wanna, city. That's because they want to break your back to buy some fucking solar panels and. <laughs> squeeze every damn dollar out of you that they possibly can which i don't know necessarily how it works as far as solar panels and power lines but i can imagine that we could probably do something in new orleans with our yeah like you know they get at least one to two crazy hurricanes a year like y'all fix the levees great job frustrating but there's no reason why we should be having people living for a month with no damn power but I was gonna ask y'all, did y'all watch what, the uh, the the Spike Lee documentary when the levees break? Because I don't think I ever like nah, I think I never maybe did. watched it, but like was that, that even was a so documentary? Or was it a, like it's on movie? HBO? I think it's I a think movie, it was like a right? docu series type of thing. Uh, yeah. um, that shit was too long. I couldn't do it. He just put out a nine eleven one too. Oh um, yeah, he did. He did. I haven't watched it, but like I haven't either. I don't know if I really want to look at Spike Lee's like conspiracy theories about nine eleven. Is it supposed to be conspiracy theories? I don't know. I haven't even looked. I that's just what I'm I so assume. over nine eleven, man. I know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't mean it like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad to watch. Like we lived through it, so yeah. it's like harder. Like we can watch stuff about like stuff that happened in the seventies and all that stuff like that. But when you like literally lived through some tragic shit, like I don't want to relive that again. Yeah, it's the same when it happens with like black people being killed and shit. It's yeah, same, like I don't even watch those shit. videos anymore. I haven't yeah. seen a single one in so long. Like I can't do it. But it's yeah. also like, or I know we're getting off topic here, but it's also like, fam, we just got out of the war that sparked from nine eleven that 
actually had nothing to do with 9-11 but they continue to say that it has that yeah like, just, like this shit's been yeah. since i was 11 years old uh, yeah. but uh yeah back to like new orleans um there has to be something that they can do like I don't yeah know i'm looking at it on because... cnn now and they said it's one million people without power for weeks amid scorching heat i don't know if it's just because democracy is slow uh, I feel like if this is like in China or somewhere, they probably would have been fixed whatever was going on because they can just order people to go do whatever the hell they want to do. Uh, but it's probably politics or something that goes into that. I don't know the politics of New Orleans, but there has well, to I be mean, something. I mean, it's pretty that simple that it's like a city mostly full of black people, I think. It's absolutely insane that this continues to happen. Every and year, they haven't done anything to try to like. They haven't done anything in my like what from what I've seen to try to fix it or make it better. Like, there's no way after Katrina that you'll have a same uh, infrastructure to where anywhere near New Orleans to where if this happened again, one million people would be out of power. There's no way yeah. after Katrina that that should be happening again. Like, yeah, like fixing the levees ain't gonna do shit when you ain't got no damn power. Yeah, because if you like, I mean, these are obviously not like direct comparisons, but this is what you're talking about with like 9 11 and that kind of stuff. It's like, all right, after that, ha- and that's totally different, right? That's a domestic terrorism thing. This is like natural disaster, <clears throat> but like you can predict natural disasters and like you can't predict them, but you can at least like prepare put put in actual like infrastructure to like deal with them accordingly versus you know air travel is just now completely different in the u.s yeah. like everywhere we, just because of that one thing so, not because yeah. of that that not like minimizing not like, but you know what i'm saying it's like they they definitely think about how much <laughs> money and stuff they spent on like infrastructure tsa all this shit like yeah. didn't exist even before 9-11 versus is like how can we like make sure that the Gulf cities like are prepared for natural Yeah, disasters. and we do it all the time. That's why when there's a fucking earthquake, shit is not destroyed like it is when there's an earthquake in like Haiti or somewhere. Yeah. Like, and we right. have it in certain spaces. It just doesn't make sense to me that it's been, what, 15 years, 16 years since Katrina and the same shit's kind of happening? Yeah. Yeah, it's just sad. Katrina was what 2005 I think yeah yeah it's just crazy um, that that's like yeah to me it might, it's just insane that that's still the case that a million hundred without million people can be without power after <clears throat> the same thing just happened 15 years ago but it's also America so that's, and we're in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> and that's typically what that's typically what happens in America. Like we don't yeah. fix anything. Put a band-aid on it. Yeah. Right. Or give a lot of lip service lip service about it and Thoughts you know, and prayers. That's all. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and uh, prayers. This next thing I did I honestly didn't look too much into like the details of it, I guess. Um Fortnite puts MLK in the game. But it was like, uh, like, was it like a virtual, like, I wish I would have saved the tweet. It's like a virtual, like, March on Washington. Yeah, yeah virtual March like, on Washington. Exactly. I saw somebody, like, 
a video of it. Somebody was just like dancing in front of like a video inside where Martin. I don't know if that was fake or not, but uh, <laughs> it's just insane. Like mm. it's just disrespectful to Martin. Luther. Okay, but they don't now, want okay. critical race theory. I, I just googled MLK Fortnite, and like here are the top three things that pop up on Google. Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter distances herself from Fortnite event. That's one. The second one is Fortnite disables dance moves in Martin Luther King Jr. tribute. The third one, I'm reading this one. It says Fortnite failed to ban players from cracking a whip in its MLK experience. What? So, you know, oh, God. Oh, my God. Y'all leave MLK alone. Stop. You killed him. He got so many books, so many movies you can Google. Don't do this. Don't do this. And don't try to capitalize off. Don't try to capitalize off a legacy of a man who fought against capitalism. Stop it. (laughs) Right. Or fought against the way America. uh, Well, I I think it's safe to say he fought against capitalism the way America. um, Yeah. Capitalism in general, because it. He fought for yeah. the poor. So I think it's safe to say he fought against capitalism. So don't try to capitalize off of his legacy. One, when not y'all Fortnite in general, but America's the ones who killed him. Um, and then two, he would, it's the same thing we talked about in the Ford um, commercial. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to talk about is my friend who worked for, I think CNN and another broadcasting company in Georgia was saying that MLK's son would like, basically like they don't, you know, they, they would license his speeches and stuff, but just to get a shit ton of money, which is like kind of fucked up basically is what he was saying. He was like, damn, he was like, cause I remember texting him after that commercial being like, of course, like, because I remember what he was saying, and I was like, damn, you were kind of right. And I don't know. So, with knowing that kind of, and I could be totally wrong, but I would assume that for them to put him in this game, they would have to reach out to someone in his family, whoever is in charge yeah. of his estate, to get permission to do that. And they, they thought this to. was a good idea. You know what I'm saying? So, it's they like, they have to, yeah, probably through the foundation somehow, but. I just like this is man. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Garbage. MLK is probably rolling over in his grave just because. Oh my god! Wild ass family just keeps giving his name to any fucking body, and it's just all in the spirit of money. And I get it. This is just what capitalism is. (laughs) But to have him on Fortnite, I don't know, man. That's wild. Flip side of that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Whenever this headline showed up, I know how it like in the group chat we had a lot of strong opinions, but in the back of my mind, I was thinking so. So like, Robert Kennedy's killer got parole, or he's about to, or he's like eligible for parole. He didn't get it, but he's eligible, and it seems like maybe I likely think he actually got it. Because I, no I was reading an article and they said he had like a couple of other hoops to jump through, but I don't know exactly what they were. But basically, uh, like Robert Kennedy was it his kid or his grandkid that it like, was his son. His it son. was Junior. Yeah, basically, you know, was 
was uh what's the word advocating for this person to get parole and look here's the thing if you're like pro prison abolition or whatever then like yes technically you can't be mad at this right because the whole thing about prison is like people go to get rehabilitated and that's the whole thing is to get them out even though we obviously know that like there's a lot of nuance there but like i'm sorry if you kill my dad i like i just just, you assassinated just, my dad. Like my dad was big enough to be assassinated. Like you know, people get killed every day. They're a murder victim. This dude was assassinated. Yeah. yeah. Right. But if you, like I said, if you are, like, I think this is like one of those slippery slopes where it's just like, all right, he got. I mean, if you're pro prison abolition, yeah, then... but that's that's a little different in a sense that. When uh, most of the we time, have the system people, that we have, yeah, I think when most of the time when people are saying abolish prison, we're saying abolish the prison system as we have it now. So that means right. uh, removing like for profit jail, the for profit jail system, and all of the things that come with that, and like that type of stuff. So I don't think they necessarily mean that killer, like murderers, etc., shouldn't be in shouldn't be in jail or in a place like that. They're just saying if you remove like the for-profit system, the private prison system of jail, then we can find better ways to, um, because I mean, in a sense, jails are getting paid by the number of people that they have. Each head is a specific dollar number. So that's just, I think that's what they mean. So that may be a little different, but this, I saw a similar argument between Mark Lamont Hill and Riza Islam regarding um, the death penalty. Uh, pretty similar to that regarding Dylan Roof and the death penalty. But um, yeah, going back to what you are saying, I my whole thing is there are people who are in jail for life for drugs that are being legalized across this fucking country, not for murdering a potential presidential uh, or not for murdering a presidential candidate. Yeah. And Sirhan Sirhan, he can say he has like mental issues. I don't know. Um, that's he's done 50 years, but I like you've taken somebody's life. That was, <laughs> Like, I don't know. I couldn't ever advocate for that. So, but that's just me. I, he would have to die in jail. Yeah. But to have have like, another part of that is, but to have like no prosecutors or anybody show up to like the hearing to say that he should stay in jail. Maybe that's because the, they knew the son was going to advocate for him to get out or the grandson or whoever, but. It was his son. If I if I have a grandson and I'm murdered and y'all are alive, I'm haunting sure this Yeah, make sure this nigga don't go up there and try to advocate for my murderer to get out of there. <laughs> don't worry, we will not. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Cause that yeah. that ain't it. That ain't for me. That ain't. I I'm not that forgiving. Fuck that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is, that's just not yeah. Me. That was crazy to me. Like and like I said, like I understand. But his son is weird. He like, I don't know if he was a Trump supporter, but he was not like his dad and his uncle. That's for damn sure. Mm. He's a weird guy. Yeah, see, I didn't really read much on him, but like, 
I don't know. Like, I think I, I feel like, you know, what Chris is saying is like pro abolition is saying, you know, the current jail system that we have doesn't work, but it doesn't mean that there shouldn't be some place where these people should be put where they cannot get out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think I am like, I want to say that I am not pro death penalty. Like, I don't necessarily believe in it, but I feel like if you're like someone who's like, molesting kids or something like that then like i don't think you can be rehabilitated you know what I'm no. saying? like do you deserve to die yeah. i wouldn't care one way or the other if you died or not i guess but like you, you definitely, definitely should never get jail. yeah you definitely need to be in jail you should definitely never be walking yeah. the streets ever again but like if someone was like this person should die i'd be like well yeah they probably should you yeah and like uh, that's kind of how i feel about yeah it, you know, i'm like, not that's the thing that's where my short falls Come in because I'm not fighting for everybody. I, like Mark right. Lamont Hill, with a guy that I absolutely love. I love Mark Lamont Hill. His thing is, and he's in the end, his argument is if we got rid of the death penalty and we do save people like the Dylan Roos of the world, no telling how many actually black people that we would actually save because of just getting rid of the death penalty in general, like finding out that uh, such and such down the line just isn't guilty and how the system makes you, in a sense, um, plea. It's a system of pleas, not a system of justice, how the system makes you, in a sense, plea because you have a prosecutor or somebody saying, well, you're going to face the death penalty if you don't plea. But if you plea to this, murder or something that you may not have done, then you'll get uh, just life in prison or 20, 25 or however. So he said, how many black people can we save from just getting rid of the system of pleas and having the um, death penalty dangled over their heads to try to get them to plea to a lesser crime versus. So even in the sense of that, we're saving those like Dylan Roofs, which I'm fine with. I want that motherfucker to ride in jail for the rest of his life. Like, I don't, I think the death penalty, (laughs) I think the death sentence is an easy way out in my opinion, but I can see, I can see the arguments. Yeah. Like they don't even feel it. Like when they do the lethal injection shit, like they just go to sleep and they die. Like they get a peaceful death. Unlike the people that they murdered. Yeah. I wouldn't say, well, I think if you know you're going to die and someone's about to do it to you, I don't think it's even. I mean, it's not peaceful. Even though it may look peaceful, I don't think it is. But I did just look up. There are 2,504 people on death row as of right now. Didn't Biden say they can't do any executions? Didn't somebody say? Maybe. Maybe, but five people have already been executed this year. Oh, well, maybe. But maybe they were all executed uh, while Trump was still in office. So I don't know. Uh, which I know at least a couple of them were because people were fighting for him to like stay yeah. in execution and he didn't. Trump so. was in yeah. office. It was like the first time we had federal execution in yeah. a long time. Yeah. 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 Because one of, oh yeah, I think we had talked about that on a previous podcast, how one of them was like a woman who had been like severely abused her entire life and was like, I don't know, it was fucked up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What is uh I don't know much about this last thing because I think I saw a video about it, but we don't have to talk about it. I don't know. I I, I can't really speak much on it. Let's wait till we get more it. info. All right. We'll wait till we get more wait, info. Wait, we'll yeah, leave on a happy note. Really. 
we'll leave on a good note for hope. Uh, first black woman director to have a number one movie in the U.S. Is it Nia or Nia? I think it's Nia. Nia DaCosta for Candyman. Mm -hmm. Um, original Candyman was fire. Haven't seen the new one yet, but I'm going to see it when T is in town this weekend. Um, so shout out to her. Yeah. I did. I was thinking like, dang, I was trying to think of like other Black women. I mean, direct. Ava DuVernay. Yeah, that's like, the only other one I could think of. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you would think so. Le- well, I was thinking like Queen and Slim wasn't number one, but. No, nah, I don't think nah. It was like two, that was like a really in the Queen and Slim's like an indie too, so it probably didn't have yeah. that much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it probably yeah. didn't have that much uh, marketing put behind it. Like, I saw that one in New York, it. too. I might say oh, we yeah, probably we saw it because we follow all the black blogs, but I can't imagine Queen and Slim. Yeah, it wasn't like mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Candyman is, I mean, if it's a horror film, people are probably going to show up for it, man. Like, it's a, in my opinion, it's a genre of movies that's very hard to make really good good and entertaining like make good are, movies yeah yeah there are so many shitty horror horror films that <laughs> yeah like, I i've been avoiding like every review anything Candyman related i've been avoiding yeah. this whole me time too. I hadn't people seen. are still telling me to watch like hereditary i was like i don't know about that man like, man that movie is crazy i heard it Our, ari like, asner is really good at making horror movies so i would definitely suggest his like his <laughs> yo, Amal <laughs> just like he just break your door and just get in the nah, apartment. I let him in because he was like, "All right, oh. sorry, podcast over." Uh, <laughs> nah, but Hereditary. I mean, Ari Aster. He did Hereditary. He did uh, what's the other one? Midsummer. Oh, yeah. And I think he did I, one other one too. I um, heard him watch Hereditary, but not Midsummer. But I don't think I. Midsummer Hereditary, Hereditary both good, but if I were ranking them, I would say Midsummer is definitely the better movie. Hereditary is like more like Midsummer is like more of a psychological thriller, and and Hereditary is more like a horror movie. That's okay. actually about mental health, but I don't know. Um, well, I don't know. That Costa. Shout out to Nia DaCosta. I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, underscore group text on Instagram, Twitter. Check the show notes for all individual stuff. Um, next week, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Tia's going to be here this weekend. Lauren's going to be in south of France. Baldwin's going to be doing his thing barking, probably. But, you know, it's all Gucci. Um, speak now. Forever hold your peace, peeps. I don't have anything. Sorry, I'll try not to drop the F bomb as much as I <laughs> No promises. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll catch y'all next week. All right. Peace. Deuces. Deuces. Shishkin Productions Podcast.